BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be sitting here with Rabbi Friedman, the author of The Joy of Intimacy. Hello. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? And um, yeah, let's start with where are you from? Well, I live in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. St. Paul, Minnesota. Awesome. And uh, about 46 years ago, we started a program, Mm -hmm. a crash course on Jewish philosophy Mm -hmm. for women. Great. So for 46 years, we've been talking about relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's always, you know, a popular topic. Why did that initially begin, though? I mean, was it a woman who asked, or was it your idea? Who asked about intimacy? No, who wanted to... You said you've been talking about this for for years. Well, if you're going to teach philosophy teaching, of life, right. it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Right. So from those 46 years of discussions about family, relationships, intimacy, mm-hmm. and so on... The result was the book. Mm-hmm. So it's it, a little book, but it took a long time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what did you like learn? What is what was like the takeaway? And are you still um, teaching those philosophies? I am still teaching them, mm-hmm. and it's becoming more and more relevant as time goes on. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what's going on in the news today with the Me Too? Yes. With the abuse and the uh, harassment. Mm -hmm. So there are two opinions I've seen so far. One opinion is that the problem is the abuse of power. Yeah. That people in power take advantage. Mm -hmm. Now that is as old as history. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Power corrupts. It's always been that way. It's not something new to this generation. Yeah. The other opinion is that men don't respect women. Mm Mm-hmm which is also an ancient problem, right? been around forever. Mm-hmm. And it needs a solution, and I, I think a lot has been done in that direction. Right. But what we're seeing today, I think, is something different. Mm-hmm. Because many of the men who were accused of this misbehavior are pretty decent people. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're, not, they're not animals. And if you suggest that they have no respect for women, they're offended. Mm-hmm. Because they do mm-hmm. respect women, mm-hmm. so then you say to them, I mean, theory, you know, hypothetically, right. you say to them, well, if you respect women, why do you do that? Right. And, and their answer is going to be, do what? It was nothing. Mm. 
So I made a joke. So I touched her. So I... What? Right. It's nothing. It was just... So what's really happening is mm -hmm. we have no respect for intimacy. Uh, and, that, and that's women too. Uh -huh. Both men and women since the 60s. Right have reduced intimacy to entertainment. So when you say no respect for intimacy, do you mean no respect for the person that we're being intimate with? No. You see, we can have respect for the person mm -hmm. and not no respect for the intimacy. So would you say that social media, right, and things like that are um, like kind of anti-intimacy? <laughs> I think we would all say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's no secret. Right. But since the 60s, we have intentionally diminished mm -hmm. intimacy to fun and games. Mm. Now we're paying the price. Right. But we did that intentionally. Why do you think we did that? Because we were overreacting to the Victorian you know, uptightness. Right. And we went to the opposite extreme. Right. Now we've got to find our balance and mm -hmm. come back to some. You mean decent... like in the seventies when it was everyone was like a hippie and and it was all love and everyone 60s. had a is that is that the sixties? Oh God! Yeah, I'm such yeah. an infant. Free love, right? Free love. Mm -hmm. What is that supposed to mean? Right. It means free of responsibility. Free right. Of... Exactly. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Excuse my French. Yeah. I mean, nobody was paying for it. Right. <laughs> so, so what was what did free mean? Oh, totally. But then how did, like, for example, my parents and the baby boomers not suffer from that? I mean, they seem to have more functional relationships than any millennial I know. Yeah. It was functional for a while. But what we now know is functional is not good enough. Mm. And I think the reason I wrote the book now, mm -hmm. even though I've been talking about it for 40 years. Right. It was scary to discover that functional marriages mm -hmm. are not what they should be. Mm. You know, when, when it's dysfunctional, you say, okay, fine, you know, it's sad. Right. People don't get along, they hate each other, whatever. But when it's a functional marriage, mm -hmm. and yet the wife or the husband will tell you that they feel alone in the world. Right. That's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But I guess when I said functional, I meant like, it's working. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Yeah. Not just it works. You know what I mean? Well, either we didn't inherit that. Right. <laughs> the new generation just doesn't mm -hmm. have that. Or it was not really good enough. Right. It was okay in face of the challenges they had. Mm -hmm. Today's challenges, it's not standing up. Right. It's not holding up. So I let agree. me give an example. Yeah. A husband says... Mm -hmm. I love everything about my wife. Mm. That sound ideal? No, that's a lie. <laughs> There's, that's impossible. That's impossible. You can't love everything about someone. <laughs> I just had someone in here who I was recording with, and they are engaged. And they, in a, in a very sweet and endearing way, listed the things that annoyed them about their fiancé. And it was cute little things, not like major life deal breakers, you know. But he was like, I hate when she puts on a stupid movie and I have to watch it. So whoever said they love everything about their wife is a liar. Hmm. Okay. Hypothetically. Right. If a guy says, I love everything about my wife, right. it means it. Okay. Yeah? Would that not make an ideal marriage? I asked the guy... 
do you love your wife? Mm-hmm. He said, I told you I love everything about her. Right. I said, that's not what I'm asking. Right. Do you love her? Mm. You can love everything about someone right. and never connect with that person because mm. you're, fun- you're focusing on things about her. The things about her right. is not the same as her. But people don't even get it. Yeah. So here's the difference between our marriages today mm-hmm. and the ideal you know, of the past. Yeah. When you say, you know, your grandparents, they were really married. Yeah. They had a good, solid marriage. Through yeah. a war. And everybody says, oh, sure, sure. They were miserable. <laughs> they just couldn't get divorced because yeah. it wasn't available or whatever. Perhaps. So here's, here's the difference. Right. When they married, they connected to each other. Mm. They wanted each other in their lives. Right. They didn't like a lot of things about each other. Mm-hmm. So they complained about it, and they criticized, right. and they fought. But divorce? That's crazy. I need you in my life. Mm. We have the opposite. Right. We love so many things about each other. We just don't understand why you have to come along with all that stuff. Right. <laughs> so here's here's a, a scary thought. Mm-hmm. We all get married out of love. That's the ideal. Right. Two people love each other, they get married. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's such a good idea. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, is, is that, do you say that in the book? Yes. Yeah. And why? Okay. Yeah. If I were to say, I love you for your money, and I want to marry you for your money. Well, I mean, that's not love. No. That's, and what's wrong with that? That's being a gold digger who is in it for money. Right. And not love. Right. Right. So what's wrong with that? Money is useful. Um, <laughs> what's wrong with that? It's, yeah. it, it's not going to really be a turn on to the person who has the money. Probably. Uh, right. Because when I say I love you for your money, right. it's a lie. I don't love you at all. I just love, love the your, money. Your money right. So it's a misnomer. It's right. mis- I'll marry you for your money. No, right. I'm marrying the money. Right. I'm not marrying you at all. Totally. And that's why if you lose the money, mm. <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Right. Who invited you? Right. So how are you? But mm-hmm. why is love better? Love if is, I marry mm-hmm. you for love, mm-hmm. am I marrying you or am I marrying the love? That's a great question. That's scary. Oh my God, I'm shook. <laughs> so if you lose your money, you don't belong. Right. And if I stop loving you, you don't belong So here. you need to marry someone because of the person that they are that you know you need in your life. Would you agree with that? That's closer. Okay. Better. Give me the definition of who... So it seems like yeah. we have to re-examine, right. why do we marry? Mm-hmm. Two people love each other. What, what's wrong with that? What about two people... You have to get married? What about two people needing each other? <laughs> yeah, that's probably not that real. That sounds a little scary. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> um, okay, so Okay, so you're not marrying for love because then you're marrying love and not the person. Yeah. How do you kind of break down these things and get to the person ah there's a good question (laughs) you see and the same thing is true with religion god is love what are you worshiping you're not worshiping god you're worshiping love Mm. so if god is love 
Well, then love is God. Mm. You're worshiping love. If God wasn't loving, who needs him? What if God is power? Are you worshiping power? That's even scarier. <laughs> yes. And that's what we have today. We have some people worshiping power, and we have some people worshiping love. Right. Who's worshiping God? <laughs> well, so, here's, here's yeah. the thing. Intimacy, by definition, means mm -hmm. the ability to connect to another person beyond all things. And love mm. is a thing. Mm. You can either have it or not have it. You can have a lot. You can have a little. So what's the feeling you want to feel for that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with? The feeling should be, and this word is much more powerful than mm -hmm. love, mine. Mine? You're mine. Like possession. Not not a possession. Right. But you're, you, we belong to each other. Mm. Like my child. Right. It doesn't mean possessive. You know, you're not mm -hmm. going to sell him as a slave. But but this is this is where I belong. Mm. So imagine you getting married means you have found your place. Right. You come home. I mean that's a powerful word too. Home. Home. Mm. I'm home. Mm. We hardly ever feel that these days. Right. Even when you're married and you come yeah. to your house, yeah. you don't feel like you're it's home. home. Yeah. So what do you? What would you say to a couple who says, "I married my best friend"? Is that does that sound like love, or does that sound like someone they are considering theirs? Mine. See, it depends on what you why they got married. Mm. You had a best friend. Mm. What what what'd you? Why did you tamper with that? Why did no, you marry? no, I mean, a lot of people, you know, when once they are married, they say something like, I'm so happy that I married my best friend. It's not their best friend first. Okay. Right? But they're saying it as... That sounds my... very healthy. Very healthy. Because here's a definition. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Here's a definition of love. Mm -hmm. Okay? Love is not important. We got to stop worshiping love as if it is the solution to every problem in the world. If right. your kid is unhappy, you got to love him more. Right. Well, I love him a lot. Well, love him more. Right. <laughs> it's not working. Okay? Yeah. Because love is not important. That's not a good way to describe love. Mm -hmm. Love is the appropriate emotion when dealing with someone important. So if someone is important in your life, you ought to love him. If you don't love him, he's still important. <laughs> in reverse, mm. if someone is not important in your life, but you love him, he's still not important. It is so mm. arrogant to think that my love makes you important. Right. It's so arrogant. Mm -hmm. When I love you, you're the most important thing in the world. When I don't love you, you're garbage. Right. That is so nasty. So when should you, how should you make the other people close to you feel in your life? What makes someone important in your life? In my life, someone that I can turn to, um, that if I, if I need someone to talk to or to talk through things with, um, and someone that shows up for me in their actions. Yeah. Need someone to talk to? 
you pay somebody by the hour and they'll talk to you. <laughs> I already have those too. <laughs> right? We spend a lot of money on that stuff. Right. So that's that's an object that's a need that can be bought. Right, I guess it's someone be... to be intimate with. Someone uh-huh. to to um you know, I I guess yeah, be intimate with and um see parts of me that a best friend, let's say, or a mother um doesn't see. I had a conversation recently with a friend it kind of we were surprised to realize something that we always kind of knew which is that our best friends our family nobody sees us in an intimate situation like in bed you know there it's only the person that you're intimate with that sees that side of you right so at the end of the day when choosing a partner um you know you want something someone who in that moment is is right for you fits you right because that's one moment that you only share with that person not just that moment but that's a piece of it okay that sounds really good but what does it mean exactly fits you <clears throat> well i'm saying fits you because you said that oh sorry no 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 <laughs> but but I guess, you know, right at the end of the day, we we need to reproduce, we need to have babies. We don't need to, you know, but some people do and w- want Somebody to. Somebody should. Right. And <laughs> if the world's going to go on. Right. And we're, we're going to need to choose, you know, someone to do that with. It doesn't have to be one person, you know, it's different for everyone. But so is that person, like, do you know where I'm going with this? It's like, what's the difference between that quote-unquote love and other love because I love my best friend I love my mom I love my family I don't I'm not intimate with them for a very good reason by the way <laughs> you know in the in the description of creation yeah um, it says therefore should a man leave his mother and father cleave to his wife and become one now, why can't you be one with your mother and father? Because it's kind of a third wheel situation. Exactly, because they mm-hmm. have each other mm-hmm. and you're the third party. Mm-hmm. With your children, the same thing. Mm. Yeah, you can be very close with your child, but you also have each other. The right. child is the third person. Right. The only relationship where you are literally one, you're the only one, is a marriage. Right. So here's the shocking thing. Love is a thing. It does not constitute intimacy. Mm. Sex is a thing that should bring intimacy, but it doesn't. Mm. And that's a a sad thing, that sex is not necessarily intimate. In fact, we've taken all the intimacy out of it. Yeah. So the thing that is destroying marriages all over the world Love and sex. Mm-hmm. Isn't that shocking? <laughs> yeah, no, and I believe it. Like what? So if someone, so what's left? So if someone said to you, like, listen, Rabbi, I don't know what to do. You know, we're not having sex anymore in my marriage, and we're also not in love. You'd be like, great, you don't need those things. Yes. <laughs> you're, <laughs> really? you're halfway there. Wow. <laughs> or the opposite. Wow. Mm-hmm. A couple come and say, we're in love with each other. We're living together. It's great. We want to get married. Don't. don't. Mm. Why? 
Right. You just said everything's great. Everything's great. Why are you getting married? Right. So we really need to rethink marriage and mm -hmm. intimacy. So why would you get married if, if you were getting married? Okay. So here's the thing. There's something in the human being. This is really, I, I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's something in the human being that says, I am not enough. Mm. Not I'm missing something. No, even if I'm not missing anything, but right. it's just me, well, right. that's not good enough. For no, for no particular reason. Well, I guess for the fact that we have to reproduce with another human. Not even that. Right. Not even that. Mm -hmm. Just I, just me, for some reason is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Marriage means it can't be just me. Mm. There's got to be another mm. to, to make life. Right. Because alone, that's not life. Mm -hmm. So here's the point. You get married when you're perfect. Wow, I'm never going to be married then because I'll never think that I'm perfect. Well, maybe I can convince you. <laughs> Go ahead, start convincing me. But I truly don't believe... But here's, here's perfect yeah. means... Yeah, what's perfect to you? Perfect doesn't mean I have everything. Yeah, perfect means I don't need any more. Right, and that's how, I, that's, that's how I've always thought about it. Um, there are some people that say, you complete me, and that makes me sick. Because why are you not complete on your own, is what I always say. Yeah, there's... There, yeah. There's... That's where we want to get. Right. If you make me complete by giving me something, that's not intimate. Right. But if you make me complete just by being there, uh -huh. I have you in my life, now I'm complete. What am I getting from you? Right. Very little. Right, right. <laughs> but then again, I don't need stuff. Right. Because I'm perfect in that sense. I'm perfectly content with myself. Right. I don't need stuff. I don't need you to do things for me. I can open a can. Right. I can do my own laundry. Mm -hmm. What I need is for you to be part of my life. Now, if I don't need anything, then I can truly need you. Mm -hmm. And then I won't say I love everything about you. Right. So, <clears throat> marriage means... Who is the other person in your life? Not what are you getting. Right. So here's the beautiful thing. And I think this, when I first learned this, it was mind-boggling. Yeah. If I don't need anything from you, yeah. I just want you to be in my life. With your opinions, with all sure. your stick. Yeah. You know, but, but I need you to be in my life. Right. And for whatever reason, you're not available. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? I don't, I don't know. That's, that's my question to you. What happens if you just decide, I just need them in my life and they don't show up? So what am I missing? See, that, it's a trick question. I'm not missing a what. Nothing. You I'm have to get over that. I'm missing a who, not a what. Ah. So I'm not missing anything, mm. but you're missing in my life. So, like, okay, so if, hmm, that's interesting. I understand that, but just to clarify, so, like, if, let's say, you know, you have a big event and your significant other doesn't show up, um, 
you would say to them, you know, I was missing you. And there can be a good excuse right? for not showing up at this particular sure, no, event. Sure, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah. But if but, I get the feeling mm-hmm. you're not really there for me. Right. You're not, you don't see yourself as being part of my life. Right. Then I don't have you. Right. But then what am I missing? Nothing. You. Oh. I'm missing you. Right. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, but only so, if it's the right person that you're missing them. Well, if, if it's the person you want in your life. That doesn't mean it's the right person for you. What, what makes somebody the right person? They have to want you back. It's oh, like yes. two willing parties, yes. right? That one little condition. Yeah, that tiny little thing. That. I forgot about that. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. How can I need you without being number one, right. needy, and number two, greedy? Mm. If I say I need you, it means I'm going to abuse you. Uh, it means you're going to be you're going to be needy, as you said. And I'm right? going to take stuff mm. from you. Right. I'm going to use you right. to complete myself. Mm. How do I need you without that baggage, mm. without being needy, which is kind of sickly, and without being greedy, which is abusive? Mm-hmm. Um, the answer is, yeah. if I don't need anything from you... Then you won't need that, right? And I will not be abusing you, mm-hmm. and it is not a sign of my neediness. Right. I have a friend who told me that if somebody kind of makes you react a certain way that you don't like about yourself, it means it's something you need to like recognize and, and look to yourself and say, you know, why or this or that. So let's say I found a person that I need that, you know, feels this similarly to me, but I, like, I, like, can snap at that person. Where, where does that come into, yet, like, does that reflect me not being full and complete? Or is that just a bad match? Or is that, you know what I mean? We are not full and complete. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks they're perfect. Right. The question is, does the marriage hinge on that? What is the definition of marriage? Anything you're not getting from your spouse, you don't need from your spouse. Because your spouse is there to be there, not to offer services. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're lacking, that's your own issue. It has nothing to do with the marriage. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's a way to... You don't need love from your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's shocking. Because if you really need love... Go back to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you get your love. Yeah. What you need is your husband's love, not love from your husband. Mm. And that is very different. Because your husband's love is important, not because love is important, but because he is important. And his love, you can't get from anybody else. Mm-hmm. So why do you need his love? Because he can... Because it's him. Yeah. Why do you need his attention? Because it's him. Because he's the other person. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you need him. Mm-hmm. And if he loves you, you get him. If, you, if, he, if he pays attention, you got him. Right. If he's there, you got... Like, like with children. Right. No mother needs love from her children. Yeah. But she needs her children's love. Mm. Very different. So marriage means it's, it's a divine. God created the world 
Why? God is perfect. What's he creating the world for? See, it's a trick question. If you say, what did God create the world for? Mm. You'll never get an answer because it's not true. He didn't create the world for anything. Mm -hmm. He created the world for someone. But when you say this, and by the way, I love what you're saying, and it's so eye-opening, but it, it puts a lot of pressure, right, on that one person. Oh, yeah. Like, hell yeah. And God forbid something happens to them. Tragedy. Tragedy. And what do you do and how do you, you know, then restart and somehow find another person that is the one, right? I don't know. And I hope never to know. Right. But you're right. It's got to be a tragedy. Yeah. Otherwise, it wasn't worth the paper it was written on. Right. So here's, here's what's really happening. Mm -hmm. To avoid any possible tragedy, mm -hmm. we don't get that close. Mm. We're innocent. Now. Yes. Yeah. We'd rather be safe. Right. Whereas my grandpa said, like, didn't even think about that, right? And got as close as he possibly could and still suffers because of, of my grandma. Yeah. Yes. As he should because that was real. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to suffer the grief. We don't want to suffer the heartache mm -hmm. if we break up. Right. So we never allow ourselves to really get into it. Right. So sex has become meaningless. Mm -hmm. And I think people have basically had it with sex. What's more intimate than sex? Like what are some things that couples can do to reach a level of intimacy now? Good. We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> If you had asked your grandmother, what happens in the bedroom? Mm. Your grandmother would say, We talk. Nothing. <laughs> say, Come on, tell me. Nothing. It's the right answer. A bedroom is where he and she share each other. There are no things there. No thing happens in a bedroom. You're talking about two human beings. Mm. Who's the thing? What thing? Well, usually they're on their phones. Those are you see? Things. And there goes the intimacy. Right, exactly. So a bedroom is a no-thing zone, mm. which means when a husband and wife go into the bedroom, they have the extreme pleasure of being with each other. Mm -hmm. If you introduce a thing, it becomes pornography. So, after being intimate, a husband says to his wife, How was it? It? Who let an it into the bedroom? Right. <laughs> there was just us. Right. Who's the it? You see, mm -hmm. that's the difference between sex and intimacy. Mm -hmm. Sex is an it. And you have to ask, how was it? Right. Because sex does not bind, does not bind two people. It is right. not a bonding on the contrary, you go into yourself, you're so aware of self to the exclusion of the other, it separates people. Mm -hmm. Intimacy, on the other hand, bonds you to such, a, to such a degree that if you ever have to separate, it feels like an amputation. Right. And it hurts, which is what, you know, divorce is supposed to be a tragedy. Right. Not a happy arrangement. Mm -hmm. 
So here's, here's the beauty of it. When you come home to your spouse, you are exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. You are doing exactly what you ought to be doing, and you are with the person you ought to be with. That feeling is absolutely heavenly. Mm-hmm. That is heaven. Right. When you're where you belong, doing what you should be doing with the person you belong to. I, I can't wait to feel that one day. <laughs> that's, what yeah. a, that's what it should feel like. Mm-hmm. It also, put it in another way, you are where you want to be. There's no place else you'd rather be. Mm. That's a rare experience. Right. You're doing something and you there's nothing you'd rather be doing. Mm-hmm. And you're with a person and there's no one else you'd rather be with. Right. You are so centered. You're so home mm-hmm. with yourself. And that's not happening, which is why even happily married couples feel like they're alone in the world. Right. And that should not be. Mm-hmm. So here's a practical, powerful suggestion. Yeah. Never be intimate with the lights on. Oh. Only in the dark. Why? Just just imagine what that would do to a relationship. Um that's that's a lot of relationships, but it's because of like insecurities from people, you know? People who have been having intimacy and sex with the lights on. Stop. Not because of insecurity. Stop and mm-hmm. see what happens. Funny, I had a sex therapist come on here, and she would say the opposite because right. she's like, "You need to inspect your partner." Oh God! Oh come on! That is horrendous. So, so if the lights are off, it's be, it's you're seeing them as as different, or you're not seeing. Mm. That forces you to be intimate, because mm. what you see is an object. The eye only sees objects. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be intimate, intimacy is not visual. Mm-hmm. It's not visible. Mm-hmm. Just like the person is not visible. You know, stare at a person, you're going to get to know them? Mm-hmm. Turn off the lights and see how powerful. Just that alone. And by the way, it wasn't so long ago. No one ever thought of having sex with the lights on. Right. Right? In the old television shows? Mm-hmm. You turn off the lamp, now you're going to be intimate. Right, that's true. So, when did that change? Who introduced the idea? Porn. Of exactly. Yeah. I, because I, it's yeah. hard to take a picture in the dark. Right. <laughs> you're right. So, it was strictly the realm of pornography right. to have intimacy with the lights on. So true. And now it's mainstream? Mm-hmm. No wonder we're not being intimate. Yeah. Because pornography and intimacy... Don't go together. How do you feel about um, women and men being intimate? And I just, I just mean like um, sexually intimate uh, before there's a commitment in the relationship. It's terrible. To just each other. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Because it's a completely different experience. For than, both sexes. Yes, than you're going to have if you're married. Mm. The good news is, and this really is good news, Having had sex before marriage mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're going to get married and continue what you've been doing. It's going to be a completely different experience. Mm. 
So when you get married, no matter what you did before, when you get married, it will be the first time. Mm. If you make that adjustment. But if you think you're just going to continue what you had before when you were living together, then don't even bother getting married. Mm-hmm. And the, the same thing is true with you're raised to believe that sexual behavior is distasteful, it's forbidden, it's animalistic, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then all of a sudden you're of marriageable age and everybody said, okay, now you get married and do those despicable, disgusting things. Right. It doesn't compute. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Right. The answer is sex will always be less than admirable. What you're going to have in marriage is not sex at all. It's intimacy. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't need to be embellished or improved. or. Right. So after being intimate, you feel more innocent than before. Mm. Because you've contacted your most innocent place beyond things. Mm -hmm. After being sexual, you always feel a little diminished. Yeah. So because we only were for, we have a shortage of time and I want to ask you a few questions. So what is, well, first of all, before I ask you this question, when's your birthday? When is my birthday? Yes. Uh, August 27th. Oh, you're a Virgo. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that on our part two. But, um, okay, so what are a few things that, you know, listeners out there who are, are hearing this and are thinking, wow, I'm not intimate with anyone, um, that they can do on their next date with someone or, you know, their next time seeing someone that they would like to be intimate with to kind of instigate um, or initiate some more intimate moments like a walk in the park well if you're looking for something if you're looking for love if you're looking for for um, consistent sexual partner then don't bother getting married that's not what marriage is for mm-hmm. if you have this feeling like I gotta say if you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror mm-hmm. and you're fascinated don't get married <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> but if you look in the mirror and you say, oh, oh you again? Mm-hmm. Time to get married. Oh. Right? Now is time for another person in your life. Oh, I love that. Not just something yeah. else. But there are some people that will look in the mirror fascinated even through a marriage. That's terrible. <laughs> Those are just who, that's just who they are. Uh-huh. Poor spouse. Agreed. Yeah. So getting married should be time to have someone else in my life i love that so and then a yeah. walk in the park is not going to do anything right and you know you, you both love right because once, because once you think and i'm ready for another face or another person you are just present in every moment with them and that will is your life and that's not an event right it's got to stop being an event right we're suffering terribly from that mm-hmm like, you were so sexually liberated. Mm-hmm. We're so free to indulge and enjoy. Right. We've gotten this message a million times mm-hmm. a day. Just relax, enjoy, it's so much fun, mm-hmm. it's so nice, it's so... And we're the most frustrated generation. Mm-hmm. Like, if we are so sexually liberated, mm-hmm. why is Viagra making billions? Right. Something is not adding up. Mm-hmm. It's because, and I think the experts are now agreeing, Mm-hmm. 
couples don't need more pleasure. We have chocolate. Right. <laughs> we don't need marriage or mm -hmm. sex to give us pleasure. Right. We don't need more pleasure in our lives. Mm -hmm. We are the most pleasured generation in mm -hmm. history. We need more closeness, mm -hmm. and we're not getting it. Mm -hmm. So the emphasis should be on can we merge our lives, right. not can we do something together. Right. Both people have to be willing to, you know, be looking in the mirror and saying, okay, I'm ready for that, that new person. And a man has to look at a woman, and for some reason, which doesn't have to be explained, mm -hmm. he has to feel, I would love to take care of this woman for the rest of my life. And same with the woman to the man? And the woman has to feel, this guy, I would follow him wherever he goes, and I'll support him whatever he wants to do. Wow. That's, That's traditional. a marriage. Mm -hmm. And then they really become one. Mm -hmm. Like two drops of water mm. and you break the tension, mm. they become one. Right. You don't have to do anything else. Just get the tension out of the way. I love that. Okay, so we only have a minute left. Tell me, leave us with a quote or a phrase. I know we've already had many throughout this episode that are amazing but just you know an, another one that you enjoy or would be helpful marriage is awesome because it is something bigger than the two of you mm. that you can both surrender to mm -hmm. without that it's just a friendship or a roommate mm -hmm. and that's why all over the world with very few exceptions right Marriage always involved some spiritual, religious mm -hmm. ceremony. Right. Why? Not everyone who gets married is religious. Right. Why does it involve a religious... It's got a, a religious tone to it. Mm. Because you're mimicking God when you get married. Mm. He was perfect, but needed someone. Mm. Is that what you're doing? Or do you need something? And then don't get married. Right. <laughs> so when you're getting married, you're doing what God does. Mm. I don't need anything from you, but just me yeah. is not enough. I love that. That's, and, and again, the beauty of, and if I can't have you, yeah. then you are missing. Yeah. What does it mean to miss someone, not something? Right. That's, the, that's it. Right. That's the key to life. You got no one to miss then you're not alive. Agreed. On that note, thank you so, so much for coming in here. It was I feel so enlightened. I like need to go run a mile. Um, <laughs> thank you so, so much. And everyone, um, check out Rabbi Friedman's book, The Joy of Intimacy. Joyofintimacy.org. And go to thejoyofintimacy.org. Do you have or social Amazon. media? Or Amazon. Um, are, are you guys on social media, like on Instagram? It's good to know. Yeah. Org. It's good to know.org. There you go. And you will find everything else most likely on their website. Check out wemetanacomy.com. Write us a review. Thank you so much. Have a good a good one, everyone. Cool.